Hey there, Yuris here, and welcome to Community Life. Here we talk with the amazing humans from the community world about their life journeys and learn from each other. And today we have a conversation with Said Sadok, the facilitator, multipotentiality, who is a great person to talk to and one of the most creative people I know. So, hello, Said. Hey, Yuri. Sounds like you don't know a lot of people <laughs> if I'm the most creative. Sounds like I know a lot of people, but sounds like exactly as I and you know, I, I really love your posts. I love how you approach different things. And I'm not saying that other people are not creative. You just have different approach and I I, I really like it. And the fun thing that I you know, I, I can Google, so I, I know how to use Google and I know how to use Wikipedia. And according to Wikipedia, Said is male Arabic given name, which means that good luck, joy, or happy patient. And I wonder, are you a happy, lucky person? Um, so, yes, I am in general. <laughs> um, I'll, I, I, there are, as you said, there are uh, diff different translations of my name, which I knew, of course, uh, before. And I like the, the joy part. It's about mm. being joyful and um, having joy and spreading joy. So I think, yeah, uh, my parents chose a great name. They, they knew what I was coming up with. So, yeah. <laughs> How do you know that you are a joyful person? Um, I can laugh about myself. <laughs> which, uh, so, and, and I'm, um, you know, people say I'm my biggest cr critique. Mm. Um, so if I can make my, myself laugh and I can entertain myself, um, so uh, that, that's where I think, yeah, I'm, I'm a joyful person and I also I always have been the, which I don't know if it's the same in English, the like class clown in, in German, you know, the, back in school, the, 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 the kid who always make the jokes or always uh, inter interrupted the the, the class with some silly uh, or stupid things and I've always been like this. So, yeah. <laughs> what did teachers tell you? Uh, most of the time to shut up. But <laughs> I, was al I, was also a, I was also a good student with not a lot of effort. So I just had something, things I'm interested in. Um, I've always been good, good at. Um, yeah, but... I know uh, I knew I could be an annoying from time to time because, yeah, you know, when you do all the, si the, the silent work and focus on things, hmm, didn't like that. I, I like to do my work and chat with my, with my neighbor or uh, entertain the class. Yeah, because it's so fun, you know, like it's, it's it's just not that interesting, like silently do the stuff. It's like always, yeah. And whether any... Uh things that you didn't like at school or you were just good in every in every piece of knowledge let's say um so what the other way around um i always like like um, this is science for example so in general math i've always been good in math and i liked it mm. so um it's i don't know why but the People have different interests, and I liked just the, the the nature of math itself, physics, biology, a little bit of chemistry. So all this um, this parts of, of the spectrum. I always liked English. Um, my favorite second, my favorite third language is my third language. 
Um, and then there were other things I didn't enjoy at all. I am Moroccan, so people mm -hmm. assume I should speak French. I was born, <laughs> I was born in Morocco. I live in Germany now for, I have to count, like 36 years. However, um, French is the second or third language in uh, the official, uh, one of the official languages in, in my home country. And when I talk with people, they all say, oh, you must speak French. No, I never went to school in Morocco. So um, <laughs> they learned it in third grade or something. So really, really early. So um, how should I know? But I thought, okay, maybe I should learn English, um, uh, French in in school, you could choose it in ninth grade. Mm. I, I, I cannot remember. No, it was in seventh grade. You choose it in seventh grade, and then it's four years of, of French. I was so bad at it. I'm still bad. I, um, I, I don't know. It's just, it doesn't resonate with me, the whole language, although I have family in, in, in Belgium and France, and I know people <laughs> who speak French, and, but not just not my, my language. Um, yeah, um, this, I think this was the one I didn't like the most and also German so um, <laughs> not, not the language itself I mean the class um, because okay I already speak German and then we, we don't talk about I, I, I don't know German is a complicated um, language by nature if you compare it to to others and I always find it so boring because we, we are talking about I don't know you talk about books and you talk about um, uh, uh, I, I don't know, like um, poetry and things. I, I will never need this again. So if I want to, <sighs> and, and it didn't help me till now. So if I know all, all the poets and all the, uh, I don't know, did never help me in life. Like, oh, I, I remember that one time when we spoke about a poem so-and-so. And, and this is just the, the little thing. When I, it's not that I'm not good at it. Mm -hmm. um, of course, I speak, I speak perfect um, German and always had good grades, but things that do not interest me or my brain or are not fun or challenging and um, yeah, boring, and I, and I start to lose interest in in these things. So, yeah. So you have to go have a good grades, you know, and all the stuff because like, yeah, you have to learn well, you have to be a great student, you have to do all this stuff. So how did you deal when you got bored? about something um i i mean i i knew i'm still good at it ah okay it works so, so <laughs> yeah it, it 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 worked out fine so it doesn't have to be in german we have like um grades it's one is the best and six is the worst from like a to f in in other systems and if, if i have a, a b or a two or, or, or a three it's totally fine i don't need to i mean it wasn't worth the effort to put so much time of my life in it just to get a half of a grade better in it. I know I speak German and I know um, uh, other things. I'm, I understand them. I don't have to prove myself and have a nice grade. Overall, all fine. And there are other things like sports, for example. Um, never been a sports person. <laughs> um, didn't, didn't really like it in school. I, I couldn't see the like what's the point of it? I mean, if you have like, um, if, if you're ever in a like, um, job interview, mm -hmm. nobody ever looked at like, oh, you, you had like a, a four or a D in swimming. No, you don't get this job. Never ever did anybody say something like this. What does it prove that I can jump high or that I can throw a ball somewhere? Uh, Even if I want to become a professional uh, like uh, athlete, nobody will look at, at this. It's so, such a waste of, of time and also um, 
I, I didn't like the concept of it because not everybody is a sports person. I mean, there's things you can learn. You can learn math if you're a little bit chubby, if you're smaller than the rest, if you, I don't know, have, have other things. You, it's hard to work on yourself to get better in sports or in swimming. So I think kind of, kind of unfair. So I took it just as, okay, um, I don't have to learn anything for this. I'm here. We're having fun. We're throwing balls around and playing soccer or football or basketball or whatever the, the topic of the week is. And then it's fine. It's more of a break from the rest of studying. So. You know, it's so fun that you were talking about grades because I don't even know. First of all, I don't know where is my diploma. And secondly, nobody ever asked me about any grades that I've ever received. And, you know, when you are growing up, when you are like going to school and to university, they tell you like, you have to learn well because based on your diploma, you will receive job and all the stuff. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I have to learn well. And then, you know, the first interview, I'm waiting like, okay, they will ask me. Nobody asking People, what are you doing? Why don't you asking about my diploma? <laughs> I, th I think um, things like this help in the beginning. So when, when you're fresh out of school, fresh out of university, college, or whatever you did in the past, it helps to get your first job because there is no work experience in between school and having your first job. So there is something, I mean, company has to rely on and if it's okay. He was good at school. It means discipline. It doesn't. It doesn't matter if you're good in chemistry. It's maybe something about okay, he took it serious, and you and so on and so on. And I think that helps. But if you are in in any industry for five years, for ten years, for thirty years, I think the work experience you had in the past, which companies did you work with, what were your roles, how did you develop, these are the important things. And again. It, really doesn't matter how good you were at swimming in fourth grade um that's no nobody will and if they ask you you should just stand up and go because there's something wrong with this company <laughs> if, they, if they judge you by how uh, how high you could jump in fourth grade so it's so weird what is the first and funniest memory of your school times that comes to your mind right now <laughs> Oh, oh my God! No, because I have something in my in my brain. I'm not sure if it's appropriate to share on, <laughs> on screen. The, it was not fun, but I I remember I would try to find the the the, the, the best words for a podcast. Um, I I remember the, the first day of of school. It was the first grade, and I know everything is new. Um, just a new situation for I, I went to school with six years so it was the earliest age you could start um, other kids started at seven I was I've always been the smallest and uh, um, and so on however and um, we had um, it's like you have the breakfast the breakfast um, break in the morning mm -hmm. um, after the first two, two hours and then you get milk and drinks and I wasn't used to it and I drank milk and either something was wrong with the milk or something was wrong with me or I was just super super nervous and you know when 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 the, the ring when the bell rings and then you can go outside on on uh, and the first I stepped out with my first foot and threw up on the whole schoolyard um, <laughs> on my on my first day of school <laughs> and today it's funny because <laughs> nothing worse happened afterwards. Um, so I didn't get bullied or, or, or anything, but this is my, my, what I remember from my first day of, of school. I don't remember anything else um, what, what happened, but this is the thing that stuck with me. It's okay. 
I, I don't know what went wrong, but hmm, it wasn't a good start. But I feel like, you know, it's good, it's good to have like the worst thing in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, like... right. That's just, how, how worse can it get from here? So um, you, you already did the, the worst thing or the worst thing uh, happened to you that, that could happen. And from then on, it's the, the sky is the limit. You can't, can't go any deeper. You know, you told that you were the youngest in the school and I can really relate to the situation. I have a little bit another story because I just didn't go to the first grade. I went to the second grade right away because they just didn't get me to the first grade. It was um, languages um, gymnasium in, in, in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And uh, the fun thing that they showed me some Arabic letters and they asked me to remember them. I, I definitely forgot them. I was nervous. And in second grade, we had just uh, a teacher friend of my grandparents. And I was always, you know, till the end of university, I was always the youngest person in the class. And for me, it sucked so much. I wonder what you felt while being a youngest person in the class. Um, I didn't have any problem with being the youngest. I thought it's a cool thing to be just... I have like one year of head start where everybody was eight and a half and I was the, maybe I was six and, and, and a few months, which um, I never had a problem with that. And it, of course, it's moved on until 13th grade, for example, where I was, I think I, I finished my school with 18 and I had like a few days left until I get 19 and others already were like 21. So, oh, okay. I have like <laughs> two years left in my in my life that I can use my thing was more of um, I was the smallest mm -hmm. I've always been like and I'm literally half the size of the others I, I I grew into this body I have today and maybe when I was 17 you know kind of in or after puberty when I when I really got overnight like 30 <laughs> centimeters in, in one year and, and out of a sudden no people ask me can you please pick this thing on the top because you're bigger than everybody else. <laughs> um, yeah, just just being rather from body size, being being smaller than, than the others, um, you know, you often get overheard or, or uh, people don't see you, you know, li yeah. sometimes literally because you're just just a small little and, um, and always people even thought I was younger than I was. <laughs> so um, I looked like I was 12 until ninth grade, maybe, um, <laughs> no, you know, no, no facial hair and um, um, oh, yeah, so I always was assumed I was, I was very, very young, um, which you know, people say, yeah, take it as a compliment. I, I still have it sometimes. Not today, but in, I realized in, in the past <laughs> years when the, oh, you, people assume I'm like, like 21. I said, no, I'm 40 nearly. <laughs> I'm 39 now, so stop it. It's not a compliment anymore if you call. <laughs> you know, when, when, you, when you're, I don't know, when you're 27 mm. and people say, oh, you're 22. So yeah, maybe it's a compliment and I still look young. But hmm, I'm, I have half of my life already checked off. If people assume I'm 19 or 20, I don't know. And you still uh, look young, it, you know. Uh, yeah, so <coughs> just 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 deal with it, you know. <laughs> I, I take it with I take it with, with humor, of course, like everything um, in life, and that's all, also why I, I I don't shave a lot. I don't I really don't remember when the last time I really shaved my face. It must have been five years, six years, 
So just trimming it because if I actually shave myself, I will look like twelve. I know that. <laughs> yeah. So um, you know when you when you get asked for uh, when you get asked for your ID somewhere when you buy, to buy something, uh, you know, and then uh, can I see your ID because it's um, you need to be like twenty uh, eighteen years in Germany for certain things, and um, oh my God, I mean I'm I'm thirty nine and you assuming I'm. <laughs> I'm 17, so what's the point of it? So, <laughs> this is, this is so, so, and then of course, often I, may, um, I don't take things too serious. I mean, I don't mean it in a negative way, but I like, just like to, well, well, this in the beginning, just like to enjoy myself and have, and have fun, which adds a little bit to um, not being this mature or not being seen as mature, uh, you know, when you're always joking around and, and, and having fun, maybe it subtracts like five years from your real age. Um, yeah. And then you have the the look of how you look, it, which also subtracts five years from your actual age and so on. So you have. Yeah, it's, it's a really fun experience. And tell me, who is your favorite Avenger? My f I'm a fan of, of all these. Um, I like everything that's around superheroes. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not DC or Marvel. I, I like everything. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite Avenger, mm -hmm. but from the movies, from the movies, for example, um, I, I like um, Iron Man or mm -hmm. Tony Stark, <laughs> not because of his superpowers, but I'm, that's something that's relatable. I mean, um, I, I just yesterday watched something and I said, um, I could be like Iron Man or Batman because all you need is uh, you, you need um, to be a billionaire or some people who invest in you and then you can buy yourself a suit and all the gadgets. So you don't have any natural superpowers and everybody could be um, like Iron Man if you have yeah. a, few, a few billion dollars. Um, <laughs> Uh, spare so that's a good thing it's it's not un as unrealistic as um i don't know being able to read minds or or something um would be so and um i i like the the humor here yeah, he has a certain humor in the movies and also outside of the movies if you watch interviews or panel talks with him and i like this irony and sarcasm and you know this little unexpected things sometimes come out of his mouth he didn't and that makes me makes me laugh so i um, probably one of my of my f favorites yeah and uh, of course there are others that are not um avengers mm -hmm. but in general like um, x-men like all of them mm -hmm. because it's, it's uh, there again it's of course it's fantasy because they have some certain things um given to them by by nature or whatever the cause is or by the genomes which is a, f a fun thing um to uh, to just think think about yeah like there is one night crawler for example you know the one that can dip, disappears here and then pops up somewhere else oh yeah this is fun i, <laughs> I would have a lot of ideas how to use this superpower to just Not a lot of ideas pop, yeah <laughs> yeah and pop up pop up somewhere so things like this I wonder. I, 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 I just the thought pop up into my mind. I've, I've never seen it. I wonder if somebody you know could create a series of like X Men's in real life, for example, like how to use their skills in school or how to use their skills in the office. You know, like kind of to relate to those superpowers to like real life. I, I, I bet it would be fun. <laughs> 
Yes, it, it, it sure. We, I mean, we all have some kind of superpowers. Nobody would create a movie around us or about <laughs> us. Nobody would probably even watch it. But still, I mean, everybody has something that makes him or her unique in her own way. And if you put them together, you have like, a, yeah, a, a less fancy um, Avengers. I can imagine this kind of movie, you know. And uh, okay, one more idea to have in mind. Okay, <laughs> that's how it works. That's how it works. And what do you like the most about the Powerpuff Girls? Um, it's it's not that I'm a big fan. I, I'm just <laughs> this this are um, nowadays. If you want to watch cartoons, I mean, I have nephews and nieces who are small. Um, you don't have to wait for them. Mm -hmm. I mean, they are there, and then you can watch like 24 hours of um, Baby Shark, or there is a new thing every week, and uh, things change. Um, just put on Netflix or Disney Plus, or there are streaming services especially targeted to, or go on YouTube, and you can watch things the whole day. Back in my day. So, you know, in the, in the 90s, you know, there, there are cartoons on Saturday morning. And you, if you want to watch them all, you have to wake up at 6 a.m. in the morning to, to, to watch them or on Sunday or the afternoon ones. And these are just the things that stuck with me, um, the, all the cartoon uh, network uh, uh, comics and, and series. And I thought they were kind of, I don't know, kind of cute. They, they had humor back then. <laughs> and... But kids don't understand them. Just like watching The Simpsons as a kid. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> of course it's funny. But if you watch them as an adult, it's it's totally different. Now you get all the jokes and all the it references. Makes sense. And <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Sometimes you think even this is what children watch. I mean there are some <laughs> things that are kind of inappropriate or they, they talk about politics and kids don't know uh, have no idea what they're talking about, just funny animated characters. Um so they're just some of my um yeah, that the, the just reminds me of of childhood and um, also first probably the, the first female um, superheroes I can um, remember. Um, I don't even remember what their real superpowers were, but they could fly, they could kick some ass. So um, <laughs> yeah, it's just, I feel like it's the main like fly, yeah, kick ass. A, what do you need more? <laughs> yeah, what's the difference between them and uh, and the Avengers from all the uh, movies? <laughs> same concept you know it's fun when you mentioned about like watching those cartoons as children because i remember when you had this conversation with lisa barocca she told that she was watching south park when she was a kid and her grandmother uh, she didn't understand english and she was like oh you're watching cartoons yeah yeah please go on watch that and like <laughs> it was crazy experience but still it was really very fun and you know you recently shared about the power of visuals in learning that it's undeniable. But what about the power of visuals in life? Visuals in, in life could be something just like art, art in general. Um, and I think that's a powerful thing in, in, in general and in life so the thing i was talking about of course um, in, in learning just how to how to summarize like key takeaways 
in, in, in a learning session using visuals. You have like a 90 minutes session of learning and then just having like three, four, five things, little icons, little drawings, having some little taglines on and, and then it's just like a protocol and you, mm -hmm. you can follow along and you can understand what it's about. So it's, this is giving visual um, or, um, or transferring the meaning of something into a visual in life is probably the the other way around i mean there are a lot of visuals we use, like street signs are visuals if you uh, you see like an arrow on it oh you know what it means nobody has, it doesn't matter in which country you are or if you see like a stop sign or something okay this means i have to wait or something is happening here i have to pay attention but in in art in general i think it's the other way around you see the visual first and then it's up to you to okay, what is the story behind it or what is my story or how do I understand it or, you know, just um, inspiration, gives inspiration and, and, uh, and um, maybe stimulate some thoughts um, about it. So there are just different ways of um, how visuals can be beneficial, to, especially if you don't, um, if you're somebody who... I don't want to say struggle with reading. I'm just a, who's not interested in it. So I, for example, I don't read books a lot. Maybe it's mm. one a year and then just to force myself because I also want to have read a book this year. That's the whole point. Um, but, um, so uh, it makes things just easier in, in, in general to have just seeing something and then connecting it in your brain rather than having following like structured words. Um, read, reading a, a, a book is, um, it's just something that's hard for me because I have to focus on, on the letters and I have to focus on every sentence. And then once I'm not the only one, if you, then you go to page three and you know, what was page one about again? And then, <laughs> okay, I did. imagine reading a comic um, where you have all the images only a, f uh, a few lines of text, you can memorize everything. You understand the whole story behind it. You um, even make up more than you could actually see. But uh, people's brains work differently. Um, fortunately, of course, um, uh, <laughs> uh, everybody um, has his, as I said, has his superpower or her superpower, how they see things. Yeah, but I, I, I don't like to, um, I, I rather, look at something and then add something to it in my brain it's just an image and then i add something to it which is my own whatever it is it can be something fun it can be something profound and deep or um i don't know do you share these thoughts that you are adding to your brain in your brain do you share this with people around you or are you just like having them for yourself um Sometimes I feel the urge to share to share things. <laughs> I mean, it's just you know inner pressure. To, this has to leave your body, and you have to share it with the world. And pressure to share. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a just okay, it wants to get out of my of my body and out of my brain. It, it can be, of course, um, posting something uh, mm -hmm. on social media. You mentioned LinkedIn before, um, or um, just sharing something with others of course in a conversation but it's not about okay i saw this and then i added this and this is just it's just starting in the middle it doesn't matter where it did come from it's just about okay this is something 
I want to share and what my inspiration is doesn't always matter. It's just my process of coming up with things and it can be something simple, something small I saw somewhere or somebody told me or, or however. And then um, yeah, coming up with a, with a story um, or uh, a punchline or some, some thoughts which can be serious, of course, um, but just got inspired by something I saw or I even read, which was not meant to, to inspire me this way. <laughs> it's different, but I don't care. Uh, it's, it's, uh, I decide how I get inspired and what the outcome of this is. Did you finish a 100 daily drawings book? Oh, oh no, I, uh, <laughs> I know that you're asking. I have it here beside me. This was not planned, but this, uh, um, this is this is fu uh, this is funny um, because um, I, had, I, th I think it was some post on LinkedIn, um, and I knew the the author and the artist um, Holger Niels Paul just making some small um, um, advertisement um, who who does very cute drawings or he, I really admire people who. Um, you can take a pencil and then make four strokes. We talked about visuals, right? And then I see something. I see somebody making this pose and thinking about something. Okay, it only took like four strokes or five or seven with a pencil. Um, if I want to do it, I have to write like a, three paragraphs to, disc to, to get to the same point when this is the power of, of, uh, of uh, visuals. I... And I commented on it, and then I got a, a DM from him, and he told me, um, I, I will send you a copy of my book so you can learn, because I always say, I, I want to, to learn it, but it's really hard for me to uh, to just get started. And then I just got this book with a personal, um, with, with, with a, a, li a little personal uh, drawing for me, and um, yeah, have, have fun trying to draw online. And, and I, I like the gesture of getting this, from somebody for my network more than the book itself. Uh, uh, no, that was uh, not the way I wanted to say it. Uh, I, li I like it more than the concept of drawing in this case. Oh, this is such a great gesture. I'd rather have, have it here and look at it for inspiration than actually trying to learn drawing. I, I try it from time to time. It's very easy. It's like three, four steps and you have a, a little thing. Um, but I haven't finished it yet because um, I like to create things digitally more. This is my whole point of uh, so creating things in a digital way, uh, like some graphics program or some other tools where I do, um, where I create things. And I just thought for my mind, it would be maybe more beneficial to just do something similar, but offline. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a, diff it's a different medium. It can be different inspirations, it can be, um, you know, calms down when you don't have all the distractions and like 20 yeah. tabs open, just tune down the PC, just have a book and a pencil and, and uh, a white piece of paper and then see how it works. I'm impatient. <laughs> Look, looks okay what I draw if I follow, uh, follow the, uh, the instructions, but I want to see improvement much faster. But it, it's not the way it works. You do it like 10 or five minutes a day and then after a year or after a month and you feel like okay you're comfortable and you know you're having a routine or you have to, you build a muscle um, around how to 
do things. I'm too impatient to focus, to, to learn something focused. So step one, step two, step three, I'm rather just okay, starting somewhere and then I learn by trying out things. And yeah, maybe for, for, for next year, um, just having like little slots of time where I do this, I don't know, maybe before going to sleep and then just um, really taking a pen five minutes and just to, to scribble something um, and getting better at it because everything you learn I mean, even if this is offline, it's on paper, it can also translate to other things you do, to other things you see, um, and how you appreciate work of others more. And okay, it looks easy, as in it's only four strokes. Yeah, but you have, you still have to look, put a, a lot of effort into it to, to get there where these four strokes actually make a little sticky man and not just look like i don't know like scratching around on on your notepad so um, yeah don't never never underestimate people who are this kind of creative and who can turn a vision or can turn the thought into an image that i understand they do you it know? for me this here this is the message and uh, this is the the image here, here we go now you have everything you need it's a great way you know i really like those people who are making things look easy because, you know, when you are creating, let it be the piece of art or the piece of writing or anything that you can create and like, oh, it's easy, I can do that. And then you're like trying to do that and like, oh, wow, it's not that easy, you know. And uh, it's, 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 it's really very great for me when somebody has such level of mastery, but also they are still making it easier for people to explain, to show, you know, that, that they are not creating like this huge mystery around, okay, so I have the secret knowledge, nobody has it and all this stuff. So, um, it's, it's, I think it is easy, but <laughs> you, you need the experience first. It's like everything. I mean, driving a car is easy. If, uh, if you're doing it for 10 years and it looks so easy, yeah, just you know, steering the wheel a little bit and then pushing the, the, the pedals, it looks easy. The, the, the art is to, to, to make it look easy, but you never forget or you should never forget how much effort people put into things. It's for every art form. It's for every profession, I think. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm only... It only looks so easy to you because I worked hard on it, even if it's conscious or unconscious, but or it's, uh, because I'm doing it for so long, I don't think about it anymore. It's not about, okay, no, I have to do this stroke and then this. No, it's just something that's natural, but everybody, when they start, it doesn't matter what it is. If you play piano, so the first time you're looking where is the key and then you have like three keys you repeat the whole time. And one day, if you do it for five years or 10 years or how long it will um, take, you can have a conversation while playing. Because, and it looks easy, yeah, just some keys and then it makes sound. Yeah, but don't, never forget how, how much people, uh, how much experience and, and, uh, and hard training and also sometimes it's not fun. You do it because you have to do it because it's part of the game. Um, otherwise, you cannot evolve. But one day it will become fun and easy. But I'm far away from from this. For for some things, for other things, I I think I'm already there <laughs> to make things look easy to others. You know, you are making so many playful things and interesting things that 
uh, sometimes I feel like you still have this inner child in you and, you know, like having this fun that even though that you are growing up, that you are still have this fun side with you. And I've recently learned that in English people say, what do you want to be? But it sounds strange for me. So who do you want to be when you grow up? I'm just this, this funny. This is the little things in life that make me laugh because I think the same sometimes just for myself. What do I want to be, to be when I grow up? I mean, there are still hopefully a lot more years um, in, in our <laughs> lives where we can achieve something or evolve into something or do something totally new um, or um, find a new field or not new interest. I have no idea. Uh, just honestly, um, I, it's I the things the thing I want to be in general or to to become is something that I'm passionate about and it can be anything mm. I don't I don't care about the topic I don't know what I will be passionate about in 2025 or 2029 uh, but when it when it comes I just hope that it is something that brings me joy that I'm good at which is a circle. If I'm good at something, it, it's joyful and it, it's fun. And if it's fun and joyful, I will be automatically good at it. So it's a whole concept and I cannot tell you what it, what it is. There's so many things, things we cannot even imagine at the moment. It could be something, um, it could be something new. It could be something that's always been there, but I never thought about or never tried out. Often, um, it's just trying out something and then finding the fun in it, and then getting interested and getting good at it, and that's how things evolve. And mm. I had to do this in, in, in the past with a lot of things I do. Just, hmm, let me try this out. And then <laughs> you look, look on the clock and say, hmm, I was trying this out now for four hours, and it's so fun, and I learned new things. Let me see what I can come up with tomorrow, and how can I make it something professional out of it, uh, or how can I make it bigger, or um, how can can I work on my skills to be more confident and what else is there? This is just a natural way rather than I want to become this and then I work specifically on it. If it's work, it's hard. So starting with what is fun and what do I enjoy and then it can become work that does not feel like work. Hmm. Yeah. And it sounds that uh, for you to start something is super easy. It's like you see something, you just inspired, and you're like, "Oh, I want to start it." But do you always stop doing things as fast as you start doing them? Yeah, sure. Um, but then it, it it's for a reason, hopefully. So um, the things that I don't think about. I just start something, not because, oh, tomorrow I will start with doing so-and-so and let's -so and see how it works. Um, that's one thing. The other is just, I didn't even know I was trying something out. Like I said before, I was just playing around. And these are the things I stick to because I didn't force myself. It was or, or, uh, was created organically, the whole thing. Um, there are other things, okay, mm, I have a plan and I, I will do this, this and this and I will create this. And then I start to get bored because it wasn't, it, it doesn't tickle me as I wanted or as I imagined it or 
uh, it bored me. If I'm if I'm getting bored by something, it's a little bit harder to stick to it because then again, it, it feels like work and routine. No, no, I yeah. have to do this because yeah, I have to do it for a hundred days to become a master. Yeah, <laughs> it, it works, of course, but. It doesn't it doesn't work for me at the moment or you ha I have to overcome the you know the part of the curve where, where, where okay and now it's it, it's really a habit and, and now it, it's it's less work and it, it, it don't have to force myself and so on but reaching this point of uh, from I have to do it uh, to yeah I, I will do it because well, I don't think about it I just do it I mean that's the that's the part of the, of the curve where uh, yeah, that I can struggle with often. And for example, I thought so many times um, I want to learn programming. Mm. You know, I, I don't know. There are so many uh, like JavaScript or Python or something. Why? Because I see what can be done with, with it. I see, I like the creative part. So mm -hmm. I have some lines of code and then there comes something out which is a game or which is something that is useful or create menus and other things and so on and this would be a great thing for my portfolio and this is something i, I should just start now okay i will start and i will watch this master class with like 20 hours and then do two hours every day and, and so on i repeated this master class like four times the same mm -hmm. and because after a week i've totally forgot the simplest things yeah, because you have to set a comma somewhere, and then uh, how to uh, d design this this, this, uh, this syntax and, and 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 so on of of these things. And this is not for me. I like the outcome. I admire people who can do it, but for myself, it's so much effort to to get there, and I'm still not sure if it's not my superpower working with little tiny letters on my screen just to, to create something i like it more visual from the beginning on um yeah and, and i gave up on it and after the fifth try i just admitted <laughs> to myself hmm, maybe you are not made for this and this is okay you don't have to know everything you don't have to be able to create everything there are people who are good at it but maybe they are not as good in things that you are good at. And it's a great com combination. I don't, <laughs> if I need a program, I can hire somebody or I can ask somebody or I can uh, try little things. But um, this, no, uh, rather than spending too much time on things like this, rather uh, than it's giving up, but in a positive way, uh, I'm wasting my, my time. I, uh, <laughs> There are, there are probably other cool things I could yeah. do do and uh, still create some great outcome out of them. You know, I kind of already know what make, can make you laugh, but what can make you cry? Oh. Um, that's a deep question. Um, I... W w um, if when I can choose, I prefer to laugh rather than to yeah, exactly. to, to, to to cry. Um, sometimes it's little things that are unexpected. Um, yeah, of course, you know, I'm not talking about um, like death and things. These are things that I'm uh, hard for me to deal with. Um, 
um, so in general, if it's if it's uh, the 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 own family or relatives or just in general, this is so uh, we live in a cruel world. Yeah. But um, sometimes it's um, things like you know, like, do you have do you ever have this moment when in a movie? I I don't cry at movies. I mean. Why should I? I know it's all fiction and stuff, but there are things that makes you emotional. I'm not talking about actually crying, but yeah. um, it makes you emotional and unexpected. Yeah, I, this is all CGI and I will just watch it and it's a great story and so on. Uh, but then, like, for example, uh, I don't know if you watched The Big Bang Theory. Uh, no, uh, no. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan and I watch like every episode at least 10 times mm. when I when I turn it on and I see the first picture and I, I know the whole story of the whole epi episode because I I watch them so often I watch them like at least five times in German now I watch them in in English sometimes I have just have it playing because it's on Amazon um, on the second screen or listen like a podcast because I know what's happening I don't have to look at it <laughs> however long story short the last episode um, and then there's, it's a very emotional speech and I know, okay, it's the last episode and things will end and it's 200 some, it's 24 episodes, a season, 12 seasons. So I don't know, uh, 250 or so um, episodes, okay, this, this ends here. Mm. You know, it's, it's, it's not maybe all about the, the, the words themselves, which are very emotional, but okay, this ends. I have so much, so much fun. I learn so much things. I, I it makes me laugh. Or sometimes when I, I feel bored, or I feel I don't know, um, want to lift myself up. I, I just turn it on because I know it will be funny. I already know the jokes, and I will still laugh. And then, okay, this is just an ending for for, uh, and there will be nothing after it. And once there's only three minutes left, and then it's over. And it makes me emotional for I don't know. Um, to me, it's irrational because I know the fictional characters, but still, if you have something. Um, that kind of supports you um, through over years, and, um, like 10, 10 years um, of the same thing, and then it suddenly ends. And, and other movies also, uh, I, I know it will be sad, I know, but I, I still watching this, this little five minutes somewhere in the, <laughs> in the end, like John Q, if you, if you like the movie with Denzel Washington. If you haven't watched it, just after our talk, go and watch it. A great movie and surprising end okay i'm close to crying although i know exactly what will happen i know the movie each time so um yeah su 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 surprises um, and and when something is meant to be funny or entertaining and then you have this little twist that's what i mean by unexpected it, it doesn't mm. fit it doesn't fit the environment but then you have this break of all of a sudden it's you are up here and then it goes down really really fast yeah makes me makes me very emotional if, if the whole thing is like a, a drama for for example yeah i, I know this whole thing is a <laughs> drama so, so there, there is not a lot to uh, unexpected i know somebody will die or somebody something will happen so but if, if it hits you um, yeah, un unexpected. Just like in real life, if, if, you d if you didn't expect something sad to happen and then it happens all of a sudden, I think it's worse um, than if you if you see it coming. It doesn't matter what it is. If, if I see it coming, you can prepare yourself for it. Still sad, mm -hmm. but um, it's it's a different way of sad because you just like have, have a period of time to 
to what however preparing for such things work um, but you, just as I said you can see it coming do you ever get emotional in front of others uh, I don't think so I, at least I cannot recall uh, any situ situations where I really got emotional and I'm also not angry for example R I'm rarely angry in front of others I'm mm. rarely, rarely angry by myself so sometimes there are things that bother me but um, I still can find something positive in it or I can still find this little thing that makes me laugh about about it because I you know sometimes it's easy you cannot change it it is what it is. Yeah, but that's exactly it. I mean, I cannot change what happened or what somebody said or uh, whatever. The, the, I cannot change this situation. So how can I make it more pleasant for myself? How can I add my typical little joke to it for myself? I'm not telling any, everybody, but what can I come up with to make it more comfortable for myself yeah. and calm myself down to, um, to not get angry? Because what's the point of getting angry what's the point of screaming at people or it doesn't change anything it, it, I think it makes things worse um, because then it's just words flying around you cannot change the outcome of anything of, of course talking helps in a lot of situations but sometimes there are things that cannot be changed by words so it doesn't matter how angry I am it, it happened as it happens looking forward um, looking how to make it better hopefully for the for the next time or how to deal with it but um i i always try to stay calm um and if i don't have anything to uh, i don't need to to have an opinion on everything yeah okay i have my opinion but i don't there is no I don't need to share my opinion on on everything, uh, politics or, or or other thing. Yeah, what does my opinion change? We have a billion opinions on on Facebook already. You don't need mine. I keep it to myself, and it's fine. <laughs> have you seen this cartoon, uh, the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Maybe if I see it, I, I can recall it, but not from the description. Yeah, so just take a look, then I will ask you about your feedback. And what is the backstory of your Lego head cookie jar? Um, if you are listening only, you cannot see it, but it's this. <laughs> yes. And I, I still haven't filled it up. Normally there are uh, uh, cookies in them, but I have to go grocery shopping. I just saw it. Hmm. Uh, I, I went to a store and I was looking for something, um, I, I, something I needed, and then you know how it is. And I, oh, this <laughs> looks, this looks fun. This would look great on my on my desk. I don't know what to do with it, but it just looks like a fun thing to own it. I like to, I like these little things around me that make me smile. Um, it's not only the, the, the Lego head. I also have real Lego somewhere I, I stole from my uh, niece and nephew um, and other figurines and, and things that don't make any sense in an adult, an adult desk, maybe. But I don't care. 
I just look at it and then it's funny. And it things that calm me down or make me smile or make me think about something different or make my mind wander, especially um, when you do a lot at your, on your computer or on your desk, just staring like on your PC the whole time or on your monitor the whole time. I need this little thing around me that I can just look at, mm. play around with or fidget stuff, you know, you, have, you can um, use or touch and and play around with your with your uh, hands and fingers um, just to just it really calms me down little little things and this is not the the only one as I said um, I could show you some things but um, let, ah, come on this is <laughs> Lama for some reason you are muted Lama muted you <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I hit, I hit a button. It's not a llama. It's an alpaca. There's a difference. Please ah, Google it. Yes, yes. Yeah, these are two different ah, animals. Please. These, these yeah. are the things that make ah. me angry. How could people, I? How could? Oh, my yeah, God. They, it's just like a, confusing a tiger <laughs> and a lion. These are two different things. But it, it doesn't make any sense to have something like this. But it's just like art. Which, which purpose does art have but inspire you and bring you joy and um, uh, yeah infuse your th your thoughts with some something different having a little bit of color around um, it's really fun it, you know it it, it, it helps it, yeah <laughs> for and uh, last one if i may i'm not looking at you at the moment <laughs> sometimes i'm it's, it's hard to to look into the camera the whole time you know how uh, the zoom thing works you look at the screen but i have on top of my camera, I have one of my favorite f figurines, which is <laughs> Muhammad Ali, a little Funko Pop I bought, for, I don't know, for 15 euros or so years ago. And I have it on top of my camera. So when I look at the camera, I'm actually looking at him and um, just makes me smile again and makes me uh, happy. Uh, this little, little things in life. It, it doesn't need much to, uh, yeah, to, to lift up your mood it's just a little figurine or a little toy you know there, there is a there is a quote i i have to google it but something like um we don't we don't um stop to play because we grow up we grow, mm. we grow up because we start to play because yeah we start to play some, something like 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 this but i think this is so true Mm -hmm. So uh, it doesn't matter how old I am. People, uh, I said before, people confuse me with a twelve-year-old. So why not? Yeah, playing, playing the game. <laughs> let's not disappoint them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's not correctly. Let's not disappoint them. And um, yeah. Also, it's great not... conversation starters. By the way, see, you asked me about it for some reason. Others also sometimes do. You know, what's, what's this weird figurine? So, yeah. Let's talk about it for fifteen minutes. There's a whole story. It's so fun because I I still have these small things in front of me small chickens and oh. it's 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 crazy story it's just my kid we went to the shop and he just bought it like for some reason and he, he never used them but i i can see them all the time in front of me and they're so small and fun and yellow and all like, yeah it's nice you know why not so yeah this, i totally this... i totally get it this is the power of visuals, just seeing something which reminds you of 
something of, of the story or how you bought it, how you got it, um, if it was a present or how you created it with your kids. It's not about the five cents of material or, or about the chicken themselves. Yeah, it's, uh, it's all about life happening around us. And yeah, yeah, it's so you know, Said, I really wish to have the sky as a limit to our conversation, but time is a limit. So let's jump to the rapid fire questions. Are you ready? Okay. I hope so. <laughs> Order or chaos? Chaos, pretty sure. Yeah, Real Madrid or Ajax Amsterdam? I don't care. <laughs> what are your favorite color and song? Um, color, everything that's like, um, warm colors. I don't have a favorite color, but orange, for example, Bordeaux mm -hmm. red, something like this, um, yellow, um, like your shirt, for example. So, <laughs> Bright, things that brighten up your mood just by looking at them. Um, I don't have a favorite song, but I have songs I like to listen to uh, to get in the mood for something when I'm trying to be creative, when I'm sad, when I'm happy. Um, and it's a very hmm. wide range. It's Arabic, it's it's Turkish, it's it's rap from the 90s, it's all German songs, what, whatever makes me happy in this moment. If you were a superhero, what superpower would you have? What I... What, which one I would have? Um, but I, I like... Uh, not telekinetic the, the other one like mind reading i think mm. that's a great just a great great thing or infusing your your uh, your <laughs> thoughts into others brains without having to talk too much would work great <laughs> on zoom just sending over your thoughts <laughs> by the way it's an interesting question if this power works over zoom hmm. <laughs> yeah but you asked me so my would work ex exclusively okay, over zoom it. so <laughs> exclusively over zoom <laughs> Who do you learn from? Just name one person. One is hard. Exactly. Mm. I repeated this this week alone so often, so I will stick to it. It's um, Anna Maria Dogo. You probably know her because you uh, she was all already on on your podcast. Yeah, um, always ins inspires me with things that I wasn't prepared to think about because it's not my topic. Learning about community building, about learning and development, about freelancing, about um, a lot of other things that are not my niche, but that's the point of it. I don't want to learn about things I already know, just expanding my mind, um, getting new resources to dive into and things. And name two people who I should definitely reach out to and have this conversation with. Two people. Um, A little easier, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um, I would recommend talking to Edje Kuratana. If you want to talk about freelancing and community building and um, Tatiana Rodriguez, which got I it. got to learn recently and learned a lot from her. 
Is there one question that I definitely should have asked you but didn't? Um, we should have talked more about the difference between alpacas and llamas. Yeah, I have a whole post on LinkedIn. I, I remember. I will definitely add it to the... One, it's not one. It's, I don't know. I have way too much alpaca uh, content on LinkedIn, so there is a lot. <laughs> but, but it can be a separate episode next time to let's talk about what... Just, just about alpacas and llamas. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's a great idea. Okay. And also, it, I, from the moment I learned about you, it was of Helena's presentation when she showed your mirror art. And that moment I was really inspired by what you're doing. And then it was LinkedIn serendipity, how we connected and having different conversations with you recorded, not recorded, like here and there on LinkedIn. I was like, I, I don't know. You just inspire me so much. You have such a fun and interesting mindset and totally as you told about Anna Maria like totally unusual approach for me you know it's it's really fun it's really interesting and I like to learn so much from you and I really love your sense of humor and yeah thank you very much for this conversation because you allowed me to go even a little bit deeper to who Said is which is like super interesting for me and I I enjoy this conversation very much Thanks a lot for inviting me. It was also a lot of fun for for me, as always, as every discussion or every little chat we have. It's always fun and inspiring. Thanks a lot. And see you in the LinkedIn and community world. <laughs> see you online.